Hi guys, my name is Junaris. Junaris, and if you don't know how to pronounce that, then you can always call me June, J U N. Um, I made this podcast because I wanted to talk about a situation or an issue that a lot of people go through, but nobody seems to talk about, which is really surprising for me. And that situation is mental health. Um, I got diagnosed with OCD and then normal generalized anxiety. In November of 2020, I said that so weirdly, but in November of 2020, I had my very, very first panic attack. And I, I, I didn't even know what a panic attack is. I had no idea what a panic attack is, no idea what an anxiety attack is. I knew what anxiety and OCD was. But at that time, OCD was, like, set as, a, like, a little thing, like, um, a normal thing where you want to be organized. And I always saw, like, little videos on TikTok. Um, by the way, I'm 13, so, yeah. I always saw little videos on TikTok of, you know, people putting, like, pencils in the correct order. Like, wanted to be so organized and clean, so I knew what OCD was, but I didn't know what it literally was, because I always had that misunderstanding of it. So I had my panic attack on November 2020, and like I said, I didn't know what that was, so I genuinely thought that that was my time to go. Like, I was so scared. I was saying my goodbyes, I was saying my I love yous, my sorries, and it was a mess. Um, That day, I went to the emergency room because, you know, like, what the heck? Like, I didn't even know what was going on. I was just there praying, going around the room, crying. My heart was racing. I was so sweaty. Um, and I was shaking. I was shaking so much. And I was in the emergency room. The doctors checked me. Nothing was wrong. I went to sleep and I just, I was so confused because I was just like, all of that and nothing is wrong with me. Like, you know, like when that happens, like you genuinely think that there's something wrong with you. So that was my first panic attack. The next month, I had went to the Dominican Republic, and in the Dominican Republic, I had my second panic attack, and that happened because I had fell down, and I had scraped my arm, or it didn't, like, actually show the scrape, but it felt like I scraped it, because I fell, and then I went to go get a medicine for it, and I'm not, I cannot take pills, so they, like, mashed the pills up and put it like, so that I can eat it, like, mashed up, and it tasted really disgusting, and I guess I just kind of panicked, and then I had a panic attack, and I couldn't breathe, and I was scared, and I was like, oh, look, shoot, I called my dad, and my mom was like, oh, no, this is happening again, what do I do, and then my dad was like, you see, that's why I didn't want to send her to the Dominican Republic, because I knew this was going to happen again, and then after that panic attack, I had various other panic attacks, like, so many other panic attacks, it's insane, it was a lot, and it, it was so much, actually, that it happened every single night. It was in day. It was sometimes afternoon, but it was never in the daytime. It was in the nighttime. The nighttime was was always a time where it hit. And I would never know why. Like, why was, why was it never the daytime? It was always just the afternoon or the nighttime. And every single time when I went to bed, that's when it would, that's when I would have that little panic attack. And it was so annoying. And it, I was in the Dominican Republic for four months. And I would constantly call my dad, like, I want to go home. When can I go home? I really, 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 really want to go home because I was tired. And I thought that there was something wrong with me. So every time I called him, 
I called him because I wanted to go to the doctors. I had said, hey, listen, like, I want to go to the doctors. I want us to know what it is that I have. Like, why do I keep reacting like this? Why does my body keep reacting like this? Like, just a moment ago, I, I was fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, all these panic attacks are coming to me. And I, I just want my old life back, you know? Like, I just want to have, you know, a, one day that's, like, just normal. Pure normal. Pure happiness. I haven't had that in a really, really, really long time. So, when I went home, four months later, um, I remember the second day that I was home. The first day I was home, it was bad. I had a panic attack. But the second day, the second day was amazing. Like, it was one of the best days I've ever had in so long because it was normal. And, like, when I say normal, I literally mean normal. There's no panic attacks. There was not even any bad thoughts. Like, I don't remember me having any bad thoughts. It was just a normal day. I did normal things, and I was so, like, happy with myself. I even went to sleep so quickly and fastly. It was amazing. And then that was the first uh, day that I had that was so normal in a really long time. And then it was also it was also my last because the next day was the same. Panic attacks, bad thoughts, and then so on and so forth. So then I went to the doctor. And you know those papers that they make you like like fill for like if you have depression or something? I filled that in and then I I I told my doctor I was like, Hey, can I talk to you? Like, I don't feel good. I've been having these like weird like, you know, reactions to myself or whatever. She told me that um she was gonna set me up with a social worker. So, um it was a month before no, the month before August. I don't know what that month is. I don't know my months. But the month before August and I had a social worker for a month and then a little bit into August. Then I think at the end of August, I was assigned to a therapist. Um, that therapist, she made me like fill like a bunch of papers and then we had a meeting and then it turned out that I had OCD and then um, anxiety disorder. Um, I was really happy to find out what I had. I wasn't happy to have what I have, but I was relieved that... I knew what was not wrong because there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. But like I, I, I was, you know, relieved to know that what it is, like why my body kept reacting this way, why I kept having panic attacks and like these horrible bad thoughts that literally told me what to do. And I will get more into that later. But the reason why I was so relieved is because now um, I can do my research and I can find ways to, you know, feel better. <laughs> it sounds so... Like, you know, relieving, right? Nope. Nope. The biggest mistake that I have ever done while having to experience this is going to Google. And I will say that right now. That is the biggest mistake that you could do, anybody could ever do, going to Google. Because I, the only thing, the only thing that that, like, gave for me was more anxiety. I got more anxiety from going to Google. And right now, I am still so anxious because I had went to Google. And it, it's crazy because it plays games with you. You search something up like, oh, why do I feel this? Why do I feel this pain on my arm? Oh, you're having a heart attack. <gasps> I'm having a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. And then I start getting more anxious. And then it's just like going back to... Number one, again, because, you know, I'm, I'm making myself worse. 
by relying on Google to tell me what it is that I'm feeling. I'm making myself worse. And it's not helping me. And I thought that it would help me. Google once told me I have cancer. You know? Like, that's why you just don't search things up. <laughs> like, it's just no. And it has, like, made me worse. And I, I do think that that is, like, one of my biggest mistakes ever to do. Because I feel like if I never looked up on Google, in real reality, I feel like I wouldn't be really, like, you know, this bad. I don't think that I, I, I would. But, I mean, that's a lie. Because, I mean, not this bad. Oh, my gosh. Let's not get into that. But, like, you know, obviously I should still have my thoughts and stuff. But if I didn't choose to go to Google to search up what I had, then I feel like I wouldn't be as worried, you know? I wouldn't be as worried. So, I got a therapist. It all went well. Um, I think probably a month after I got a therapist was when I actually started to feel better. And I, I, I'm not going to say, oh, my days were so normal. I didn't have normal days. No. I had really bad thoughts. And the thoughts that I had, um, they were a lot about death. And they still are. Um, and then there were also thoughts that tell me what to do. And they are still thoughts that tell me what to do. And they're very exhausting. And they're really weird. They're really, really weird. Like, I would have thoughts that tell me to put my hand on the wall for a certain amount of seconds or like touch the entire wall or like thoughts that told me to like um like what's that word called like skip to a certain part of a show this amount of times and it would just it's bad <laughs> it's really bad um and then what other thoughts did I have oh yeah um if I see like a random thing on the floor they would make me pick, pick it up or anything literally anything it would be like do this this amount of times or just do this or you're gonna die the next day and it was really exhausting because I couldn't get through my day correctly because every single second, there's something that I need to do, that I'm forced to do. Like when I'm reading a book or something and I mess up a word, I have to start the entire page again. And it was just like, well, damn, like, how am I supposed to overcome this? How am I supposed to, like, have a normal day if it's like, and I, I don't know what to do because I believe that these thoughts are going to do something to me. I believe that something bad will happen to me the next day. And I don't know why, but I just do. So it was getting better. And then it got worse. And it, it was it was so bad. It was so bad. It, it still is so bad. Um, I remember I got new symptoms. And these symptoms were physical symptoms. So yeah, you don't just get like mental symptoms. You get physical symptoms. And they are not fun. I will tell you that right now. They are not. Um, I cannot sleep well because I wake up like five times every night. Um, my stomach hurts. It could be literally out of nowhere. When I'm worried or when I, I'm having bad thoughts, my stomach just starts to hurt. Um, I get random chills. Um, sometimes my head hurts. Um, and then I feel lightheaded sometimes, or not lightheaded, but like, just like weird, like my head isn't in the right space. Then sometimes I feel a little derealization, which is not fun at all. I remember when I was in the mall in Florida, um, and nobody, nothing, 
not a single thing looked real to me and it felt like i was like i was fake i'm not a person like if i'm not real like if i'm watching some somebody do what i'm doing and it it's really it it, it plays games in your mind you know what i mean like it's not fun that that is so it it, it, it hurts because you're just like am i real like are, are we real is this all real like what is real and what is fake you just don't know and it was really bad i constantly shake my legs and then i constantly shake you know myself entirely when i'm impatient and i don't know why i like to describe it like this but i feel like my body is just impatient like i i i don't know then it feels like i cannot breathe correctly and i think the worst part is that i focus so much on my breathing which is why always feels like I cannot breathe because that's the only thing that I'm focused on me breathing I feel like that if I didn't focus on that so much then my breather would feel normal I would feel like I could normally breathe but that's not the case <laughs> no it's not the case um I'm focusing so much on the way that I breathe that of course of course it's gonna look like I I'm not breathing correctly because I'm so focused on it and it it feels weird. It feels so weird. And it's another thing that's annoying. Um, my anxiety and my OCD has gotten to the point where school is not my escape place anymore. Not even church. And I love church because I always have fun in it, especially when I'm dancing. But it has gone to the point where I feel what I'm feeling in church now. I also feel what I'm feeling in school. And it is bad. It's bad. Um, Today, I was in school and I don't know. I just felt really, really, really sweaty. You know, like my head. Like I felt like I was going dizzy. Even though I'm, I was not. Um, My body felt so tired tired that's another thing the fatigueness is insane like that thing is so annoying because it's like you're always tired you're always tired and it's so annoying and my body just felt like knocked out and you know people constantly tell me they're like oh well you made improvement yeah i'm like yeah i did make improvement and then i went back to square number one i made improvement and then i went back down and that is something that, you know, I, I just don't like. Another thing that I makes me so upset is thinking, like, I wasn't like this when I was smaller. I wasn't like this when I was smaller. I was very happy. And that's when I start to talk about the things that I realize, the things that you can do if you are also experiencing the same thing that I do. I realize that... Personally, for me, it's about the realization that you have when you grow older. Especially at my age, when you're just starting to become a teenager, you're starting to realize so many things. In middle school, you're starting to realize so many things. You're starting to see who is fake and who is not. And, like, you start to you know, realize so many other things that have so many deeper meanings. And one of those things for me were death. And when I was small, I never really thought of it that much because 
I was never worried about that. I was I was small. I enjoyed myself. I, I was smiling. I was happy all the time. You know, yes, you know, sometimes you can cry a little bit, be sad. That's normal. That's a normal human feeling. But I never really thought about it. I never thought about it. And it has really consumed me. Anxiety has consumed me. OCD has consumed me. And it's sad. It's sad because now I think like, hey, am I going to live like this forever? It's 2022 now. You would think that two years is nothing. I mean, people live with this their entire life. Some people live with this for so many years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Um, It's insane. I was watching a YouTube video of this girl and she said her anxiety started when she was nine. She's 19 now. That's 10 whole years living with this. And I think like if I am such in deep pain right now and it has only been two years, I cannot even begin to imagine how other people feel. I mean, I don't even want to imagine how other people feel when they need to live with this for so many years. It, 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 it's sad. It is so, so, so sad. And I think that it's important. It's more than important for people to make videos like this. To spread more awareness. And that's, you know, like, I feel like people never really make videos about mental health. um, Or like anxiety or depression or um, OCD or anything like that or ADHD because... We don't really compare it to other things that people go through, like like cancer or things like that, like diseases that people have because we always like think like, hey, they're going through something way worse than we are. And so that's why I feel like we never really spread so much awareness. I mean, I know that that's why I haven't because I, it's kind of like that I'm scared, not scared, but like you know, afraid that people are just going to be like, oh, we're over here crying when there's literally people in the world going through so much more. And it's like they kind of invalidate us. And like, yes, okay, I know that it's all in your mind, that word that everybody loves to say, that sentence that everybody loves to say. First of all, yes, I know that it's in my mind. Like, I'm so aware of that. I mean, I've been told that so many times. Like, I think that, you know, that's like carved into my mind now but also this is important this is important so this needs to be spoken about because it's not just in your mind like it is but like it's so much worse than that people literally go on medication for this and it's not just some some thoughts like people go through so much more worse with this there's people who commit suicide because of this. So it's not just, oh, it's in your mind. No, it's so much more. It's so much more. So I want to go into trying to help. First of all, I heard somebody say this, and you will not believe where I found like this quote from. Like you, you probably think it's from some meaningful show. No, I mean like yes, but no, no, it wasn't from. But um, there's this saying that somebody said, and it's if you focus on the past, it will lead to depression, and if you focus on the future, it will lead to anxiety. 
from the High Pass show, Thomas Petru's father. And I, I heard that and I was like, damn, that is so right. Because that's literally me. I'm so focused on the future. And look at me. I'm so anxious and I'm so worried. Because I, I don't know what the future has for me. And I'm scared and I'm worried and I'm anxious because I just don't know. I don't know. And I don't even really want to know because you just, you just never know. And that's me. I'm really scared for the future. And I'm so worried on the future that I'm not even focusing on what's happening now. And that's a problem. That's a really, really, really big problem. I'm not even focusing on what I'm doing now. I'm always focused on the future. And that is why I'm so anxious. And I I know that. And for some reason, this just doesn't stop. And I don't know why. And if it was like, no matter what I do, how hard I try, this will just never end. Everything always worries me all the time and I don't know how to stop that I don't and it's hard because it comes to the point where you just feel hopeless you just feel hopeless and you don't know what to do so I might feel hopeless but you should not and I know even if I doubt it sometimes, this will end. It will end. There, there will always be a finish to this. You will not live like this for the rest of your life. I can promise you that. And I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to lie and say, oh, it's going to finish as soon as possible. It's going to finish so fast because that's not true. It's not. It's going to take its time. It will take its time. But when that time comes, you will feel so good. You will feel so good. All it takes is a whole lot of patience. And, you know, that's something I struggle with oh, a lot. But your time for that happiness will come. And your whatever you're feeling will end. Pain is temporary. Pain is always temporary. It will never, ever last. And, you know, I think it's important to say that because there's so many people who always feel so hopeless. Like, if this is never going to end, but it will. It will end. And it sounds so cliche because everybody says it, but it's true. It is so, so, so really true. You will not live like this for the rest of your life. Um, secondly, don't, don't search things up on the internet. Um, it will lie to you, okay? It will lie to you. And it's not healthy. It is 100% not healthy because the only thing that you will get out of that is more anxiousness. That I promise you that. I promise you that because Google will lie to you. They will say things that are not true. I promise you, you don't have cancer. And I promise you that you will not have a heart attack. Google is a lie. Don't believe him or her. I mean, I don't know. Were they? Um, but don't. 
because you're just you're just gonna feel more worried. And don't ask yourself why me. <laughs> you heard that the motorcycle. No, seriously. Don't ask yourself why me. Don't say why me. Why not you? Why not me? Why not? I believe that the most beautiful thing about anxiety, OCD, depression, ADHD, all of those things is that we can talk to people about it. We can inspire people to believe that they should have hope. And I think that is so, so, so beautiful because we are doing something. And we're doing something big, something huge, and it may not seem like it. But you talking to somebody can do so much for them. So, so, so much, you don't even know. Maybe that's all somebody needs, somebody to talk to. And I think that's so amazing. Is that you can talk to people younger or older than you about your struggles and how they can you know, do better, how they can help themselves. And that's that's good because personally that's what I needed. That's what I needed. And now I'm taking my part in this and I'm starting a podcast at a young age to be honest. I think that's a young age. Um and yeah, don't ask yourself why me. Ask yourself why not me. Why not me? Why not me? You know? Like, you are here for a reason. Um, you may not find that reason right now, and that's okay. You're not, it's not meant to be found right away. But you are here for a reason, and you do have a purpose. And you will find that purpose one way or another. And you just have to wait. And it's hard, I know, because... <laughs> Well, look at me. I'm over here, you know, kind of impatient, but I am going to try and I am going to believe and I'm going to keep that hope that I have, even though if it's very, 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 very little, I will keep it and I want you to do so as well. But I think that is it for my podcast today. Um... I really liked it. It was really funny because it feels like I'm talking to somebody. But before you go, I have a quick question. Um, not a question, but I will do this because you won't you won't know why. But for the next podcast, if people see this one or whatever, I think I'm going to show my face just because or like link uh link my socials. I'll probably do it in this one just because I don't want to have a hidden identity because then when I do show my face, I just know that people are gonna judge me and be like, oh, Oh my gosh, that's how you look? Oh my gosh. Uh, Just know that I am Hispanic and I'm Dominican. And yeah, so that's it for my podcast. Uh, Like I said, I might link my social. So if you want, I don't know if there's a bio that you can use here. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to upload this. SoundCloud, Spotify, I don't know yet. But um, yeah, I will make another podcast soon. Maybe next week on the same day on Wednesday since I always have short days in school. But that was it for my podcast. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, bye.